Let's get right into this new episode of Bad Thought Therapy. I am so thankful for you. It's a thankful Thursday, and I appreciate you listening. Um, may you and your family just continue to grow and to prosper. So we're going to jump into this episode. This is one of those um, times when I want to be very respectful because I'm going to talk about a case where a woman was killed and the red flags that um, she might have missed or she decided to overlook. And either way, it's a tragedy. It's very painful. Um, And I do these episodes like this every now and then because I'm just praying that someone will listen and not have to end up, you know, suffering, dying prematurely, And it's just painful to hear about these and they keep happening. I want to talk about some red flags when you are dating. And I also want to talk about a mindset that you need to have when you date. And really, that's what I want to focus on. So I I just want to really focus on the mindset that you should have if you're going to try to, if you're not in a relationship and you want to be open to being in a relationship. So the story is about a person that based on what I have learned was just a beautiful person, Lauren Charles, and she was killed brutally by the man that had the title of husband in her life. Um, According to the uh, witnesses and people that told the story, and I'm going to put a link in the description box for this, um, for the episode that I saw on YouTube, um, there were some big red flags. And this person, the victim, either decided, okay, she just didn't see them, or she decided to override the wisdom that, you know, people were trying to offer her about this particular guy. So the first thing I want to say, because I really, when I do this, I don't want to just talk about a person. I really want to talk about the issue. And sometimes, you know, I guess as podcasters, we can talk about people in it. I don't ever want it to be like, I'm just talking about this person because I always say nobody has room to judge and I'm definitely not one to judge. And I actually, in this story, I mean, it's I can relate to so many things and it's by the grace of God that I'm here myself. So I, I try to share things that I think are empowering and that will save lives. That's why I do everything I do. It's just, there's so much out there right now And maybe if even just three people listen to this and their lives are changed, it will be such a blessing. And I'll feel like, you know, God, I've done what you've asked me to do. So, you know, I understand, and I've been in a conversation with my daughter about this a lot. What comes first? Do we have this desire to want to be in romantic relationships? Or do we have that desire because we're socialized to have it? So whether it's direct or indirect, we're taught, you know, life is all about getting married, having children. That's a major part of life. And we're taught that message sometimes directly or indirectly since the time we're born. And you got, you know, I was just saying how recently I read, well, this was a while ago. This may be a couple of months ago. I was reading some fairy tales for my story time for my business. We still keep the business going by reading stories to children. And a lot of the fairy tales you're talking about, these are stories like for five, six, seven-year-old children deal with getting married, you know, and, you know, meeting the prince. And the prince is always someone who comes in and saves the day 
and it's good looking and it's tall and it's nice, but that does not reflect reality. So think about your four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and you're growing up with this ideal. And then, but re- reality is so different from that ideal. It contrasts um, this ideal. And so, what do you do? And I think. Now, I'm a person, I do believe, and I've written about this, that there is something naturally in women, and I'm sure it's in men too, where, you know, you do want to, you want to come together um, in ways and not just for physical intimacy, but also having a relationship where there is emotional and and spiritual and cerebral connection, and that's real. Um, I believe that's natural. Some people say, no, you know, we're taught that that's why we want it. But nevertheless, we want it. Some people want it so badly that they are willing to risk their lives. And they are risking the lives of their children and their families every day, all day. And people every single day. Today is what, September the 7th. Somebody died on this day as a result of domestic violence. Every day a woman dies. Sometimes it's men, but it's 98%, 98.5% of the time, maybe even a little bit more than it's a woman. And so there's something going on. And so I always ask, how can we stop this from happening? How can we save the lives of women? So here's a woman, and she was 40 years old at the time of her death. So, And she hadn't been married that long. She'd been married for about maybe four or five years um, when her husband killed her. But um, there are some things that I want to say about your mindset. So if you are one of these people and you just don't feel like you can live without being married, I caution you that you're not in a good place for marriage or dating. Because what it does is it just makes you a desperate person. If you cannot find contentment by yourself and be happy by yourself, then I think you're at a risk of maybe being in, you know, a higher risk of being desperate and making some decisions that could create some problems in relationships. And you might overlook some things because of desperation. When you when we get with people, they cannot make us happy. They can only add to our happiness. They cannot provide for us. They can help maybe with some things. And so, but when you're desperate, and you, you know, you want to be with somebody because you don't feel like your your happiness is enough. Because if you felt like, you know, you could be by yourself and you could be happy, then it wouldn't be this sense of urgency that I gotta find a husband, I gotta date. Again, that ideal is te- is taught to young girls from the time they're born. I'm reading Cinderella and Snow White. I'm reading these stories, and it just I had this aha moment. Like, wow, you know, I put two and two together like we we learned this and so we start thinking and and then our ideal of Prince Charming is is so off because that's not reality so that's a mindset that I I think you should consider you just can't be by yourself and there are some people who've made peace that they're single I know different people different ages young middle-aged older that kind of thing a lot of people still wish and hope they could find romance or love but the older you get, the harder it is. So, and that's a whole nother podcast. So that mindset, you have to have a mindset that you want someone that it will take good care of himself or and, and be good to himself. 
if you are at a place where you're just willing to accept someone and some people say you know there's this argument should you marry potential um or should you marry character different things i say when you meet a person and they don't have a job they don't have a place to stay there they have not kept a job they haven't been on the same job or in the same profession for a while that is a red flag and you have to have a mindset that if you've been stable on your job you have to have a mindset of wanting someone who reflects you so if you've kind of been stable in the world of work and you've been a person that gets up and you go to work and you work hard and that's why you have the things that you have you should have the mindset that you deserve someone that reflects that so in other words if you are a hard worker you sh- a man should be a hard worker if he um has not been able to stay on a job or get a job or maintain a job especially as a man i just warn you to proceed with caution and don't pres- really i warn you not to proceed at all because like in for example i live in atlanta there's so many jobs here for men. There's just, you know, labor jobs. So there's just so and they pay enormous amounts of money. Um and they pay good money. And they and the and their salaries are wages keep going up. And so if a man can't it's it's hard to say a man can even if you have like a felony or something on your record, there's still so many opportunities to get good jobs here, good paying jobs. So something is wrong when a man is not able to maintain a job or hasn't been stable in the world of work. And I just say, it don't date anyone. Don't go into dating or looking to be in a relationship with somebody who has not even been able to work to take care of himself. So in this case, in this story with Lauren uh Charles, allegedly the guy didn't even have a job. He was someone that didn't work and he was like a leech. He lived off of Lauren and he lived off of other women or any women woman that would help him and this is amazing because women are helping him this is what enables men to be like this because you know they're willing to take care of a man or they're willing to they call it help a man and I'm going to tell you something I I said this before in a podcast if a man mentions money my antenna goes up you know I was in a conversation with someone and to put it in the context this person might not have known how much I'd helped him but he had written a book and he came to our store and I read the book and I really was impressed with it in the story I was really impressed and I went out of my way and he might not have known the depth of it so everybody about his book and the movie that was based on his book and I know that because I did that I know that the numbers number of people that viewed the movie went up and everything. So, I had asked him about us doing a podcast together. And I said something, you know, like, you know, I was asking about it. I, I thought it would really need to do a podcast. We have a male and female perspective, and we didn't agree on a lot of things, but we could be we could disagree agreeably. So, I thought it'd be a great little yin and yang kind of thing. And so, he asked me about the money, you know, like what I pay him, and I thought, you know, and then he said something about me being a teacher and having a salary or something like that. So for me, most people that might have been nothing to them, but for me I thought, you know, wow, I really and I and I when I was promoting his book and I was helping him, I wasn't thinking about anything getting anything back because that's just how I am. I just 
I love a good story and I'll, you know, share a good story with everybody. But then when someone is asking me to pay them, that's when the whole thing of money came up and I really start to think about it. So I I just, I can't deal with a person at all. Because then I start getting, I feel like if a person is making this comment that if they're thinking about my income and my salary and that kind of thing and just money in general, I just don't deal with men who would want any money from me. You know, I just don't. And some people say, well, that's crazy. No, I'm serious. So this man did not have a job and never maintained a job. And she was a lawyer, well-educated, went to Ivy League schools, well-loved and hardworking. And she chooses a guy that doesn't have a job and has never really had stable work. And you got to go into dating with a mindset of a non-negotiable. You're not going to date someone who needs money from you. That just has to be a non-negotiable. It'll save your life. If someone doesn't have his own money, then that's not the person for you. I'm not saying that's a bad person. Just like the guy who mentioned my salary and, you know, asked me about the money. And um, I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's just not for me because I've worked, I'm a person I've worked since I was 14 years old and I've worked very hard and I'm not giving my money to any man. That's it, period. Now, again, I say, if you're in the mindset you want to date somebody and they don't have a job at all, that's a bad place to be mentally because he didn't have a job. He had lied. This is what's interesting. And she still proceeded to marry him. When they so-called dated, he told her that he was living with his mother and he had given her an address, but he told her that he was living with his mother, but she couldn't go visit him. One day she, she decided to do a surprise visit. And instead of it being a house, it was just a vacant lot. And this lady, well-educated, well-loved, proceeded to still marry this man. She went and married this man. He didn't even have a place to stay. And I say the mindset that you need to have when you're dating is you're going to have someone that mirrors you. If you have your own house, they need to have their own house. If you got your own car, they need to have their own car. If you have, you know, whatever it is that you have, they need to have. And that should be a non-negotiable. And again, I'm not saying that a guy is bad because he doesn't have any money. He could be the nicest person or he could be um, somebody that's going to eventually get some money or improve himself. But I just believe you should not give men money. You mess up things. You enable them to be dependent on you and I just say don't do that um if you are with someone and y'all have grown together and you're married and that person comes down you know goes down that's different we're talking about you you just dating this person you're not married to this person you all have not had any invested history I just don't recommend it that's just my personal opinion and again another thing that um and this is a classic red flag the person was controlling and tried to isolate from her from her friends. She was a very outgoing person. She was a gregarious person and she was outgoing and she had a lot of friends from a lot of good friends from walks of life. When you get with a person and they can't, I understand that yes, you, things are going to change a little bit. Person starts dating or you get married, things are going to change. But you should still be able to meet your friends and talk to your friends. You should still be able to to um, 
you know, go see them and they can come see you. Um, I'm not a person proponent of having a lot of people in your house, your personal space. But I say once in a while, yeah, I mean, like, you know, have a cook out at the house once a year, twice a year. But this person tried to isolate her. When you have to stop talking to who you are talking to, that's the wrong person for you. So he he wasn't um, talking. He was taciturn. And he was not a talker. And that's a sign. That's a bad and something. Because when a person talks, you're going to find out what's in a person's heart by what comes out of their mouth. So when they're not talking, you can't decipher and discern what's, what's in their heart. And that's why you do need people to talk a little bit. And so everybody noticed the awkwardness. And this is what's so sad. And I've been here where everybody sees it but you. Everybody knows that that's off. Something is off and wrong. Because even if a person doesn't like to talk in a social setting, they need to know how to hold a conversation and be able to be social and say certain things because they don't have anything in hide to hide or they're not all jacked up. When they got problems, that's an issue for them. And so even though she had all these red flags, guess what? She still chose to marry this man. Everybody knew but her. It's like when everybody starts telling you, you know, something is off. I, I could ooh, I could tell you just from firsthand experience where everybody, the real estate agent, the babysitter, the co-worker, everybody's like, something is off. You need to be careful. That Let me tell you, there is something off. And you need to protect yourself and just not get involved. And again, that person may not necessarily be a, necessarily be a bad person, but um, that person is not for you if you are a social person and you like to go out and you talk to your friends. And, and she was a lawyer. So lawyers have to talk and they have to, they're in a world where they interact. She's a woman, you know, you're going to be interacting with men and you're going to be talking to different men, the judges and correctional officers and bailiffs and all this stuff. And if your spouse has a lot of insecurity and issues, you won't be able to do that. And you may be talking to those people and there's no romance anywhere on your mind. But that's, that's what happens when people are insecure with themselves. You've got to have a mindset that you have a person who is secure in himself. We did, um in my class today, we did, every day we have a term that we kind of go over like a rhetorical device, some literary device or strategy. And today's strategy was Proverbs. And so pro- we were talking about some Proverbs, and so I had them you know, share some African Proverbs. And this proverb was so powerful, and it said, it's better to have 500 enemies on the outside than to have one within. And I said, girl, that, we, we all just carried on because that was a good proverb. 500, and that's the problem. People have the enemy within. Two things you got to do. This will save your life, ladies. Do a background check. If you're, I don't care how much romance, and I don't think she was getting a lot of romance out of this at all. She just wanted to have, she wanted to be, her friends were married. Some of her friends were married, and they had families, and they had children, and she wanted that for herself. And there's intelligence, that academic and intellectual intelligence, but then there's a certain amount of emotional and spiritual intelligence. And maybe she struggled there because she had it together and she just could not, I guess, accept that she might be single. And if it's really meant to be, that person will be reflective of her value system. So she was a hard worker. She invested in her education. And here's a person that had nothing that she had. And so you have to have that mindset. But here are some things she could have done. 
after the fact a background check was done and that's when she discovered that the guy had a history of violence and in fact he had almost killed a girl from years before you know he had children he had a lot of different issues y'all run a background check it is i don't know how much they cost it's not they don't cost a lot they are so worth it you can save yourself so much pain not only for yourself but for your family if they have to bury you and your friends if they have to grieve you and so just doing a background check and don't get involved i cannot say this enough you can't get involved until you get to know people and what i mean by that is it's fine you know i believe in talking to people this is what saved my life i learned that i can talk to people and when i talk to people i get i can find out about their value system and i can just be talking to a man and if he starts bad mouthing women i know that he has to be the potential to be violent towards me because and, and that's now that's not a common thing but i don't you know somebody just going off about women this and women that i know i'm a woman and i know i don't even know the women that he's talking about so something else is going on those are signs when somebody starts you know they can't have a conversation with you about what they got going on in their life and they're lying to you that's a red flag it will save your life he lied that he was living one place and was actually living somewhere else and guess what happened he lied and she still married and she moved this man in that's another thing if you're going to get married and you're middle age i recommend not moving anybody into your home you want to rent that home out you and that person want to establish a relationship and y'all get a home but i do not recommend that moving in because when it's time for that person to move out if they don't have anything they're not going to move out or if they they feel like they've given up something to move in then it's it's with you it's going to be it's going to be a lot of resentment and that can lead to some negative emotions another thing is um when you give people things my um i got to find that but i was listening to a message by my pastor this was a couple of weeks ago and he was he had this thing where he was saying what happens every time you give something to somebody and when you give something to somebody like you know like five times they have this sense of entitlement like they're supposed to have it so when you give men money and they don't have their own money um then what happens is when you say you don't have it or you can't give it to them then you create a reaction that can be very very negative and very dangerous and that's what happens when you get involved with somebody and they don't have any money they don't have a place to stay they don't have their own address you know that kind of thing and then you start giving them things and and you take care of them and then all of a sudden you're like I can't I can't keep taking care of this person and I think that's kind of the situation that happened he was like a parasite just soaking up everything from her and she got tired because he couldn't contribute and really he could he just wouldn't contribute and he never was going to and so i and then they said um one of the witnesses was saying how her husband had to give him a bachelor party because he didn't have any friends that is a telltale sign when you have a man you meet a man and they really don't have friends I, there's something to that when they don't have friends they don't have anybody to talk to it's something to that watch that and and this is another one i even take it a step further is that if they don't have a mentor i'm sorry everybody even i'm 58 years old i need a mentor everybody needs someone that they can talk to and look up to 
And when somebody, a man says, I don't listen to anybody and I can't listen to them and I can't read a book and I, you know, you know, just be careful about that because how do you grow? How do you grow without listening and grow without learning from other people and learn, you don't just learn from yourself, you learn from others. So anytime somebody doesn't really have any friends, you ask them, well, who is your, you know, best friend or who is your mentor? And then they don't have anybody. Just look at that as a red, consider that a red flag. I consider that a red flag. They ought to have some friends or a mentor or somebody that they can look up to or talk to because we all need that. So I feel bad that this lady is dead. And her story, unfortunately, is really a classic story of you meet somebody who is not fit to be in a relationship with another human being. Somebody makes a choice to overlook all of that because all of these red flags were glaring and just right in front of her and she chose to overlook them and now she's dead. And not only did she die, she died brutally. He beat her to death and it was a brutal beating and he didn't feel any remorse. I had to learn that, my daughter used to say, these people don't feel remorse. He didn't feel any remorse. He was just upset that he was going to be in prison and he's actually in some ways better off in prison because he doesn't have to worry about food anymore and shelter like he had before and so he's not, he, he doesn't even feel anything and it's it's really unfortunate because she was light and she was making a contribution to the world but she just wanted to have romance in her life and she made the mistake of getting it from the wrong person or trying to get it from the wrong person so just want to recap because the red light is going to be on soon number one have some non-negotiables if you're a hard worker make sure that the man in your life is a hard worker if you believe in saving your money make sure he saves his money just if you don't drink he shouldn't drink have someone that reflects your value system because if you don't and I've done, you know, episodes on this with marriage therapy. You're just going to have conflict. So that's the first thing. Always do a background check. Anybody Now you can go online and even without doing a formal background check, you can get a lot of information on a person. But you can do a background check with the police department and you can learn a lot about a person. And if a person has a record of violence or history of violence, it is likely that they're going to be violent towards you. And that's just a painful reality that you've got to be mindful of. And again, control and isolation. Those two fraternal twins are red flags. When somebody's trying to control you, isolate you from your family and friends, that means that this person is probably dangerous and you need to stay away from him. You don't give up your friends and your family. Sometimes when you marry, yes, some things may change. You may not talk to them as much as you did. You're married, you're doing a lot of things with your husband and you're becoming as one, a wife, you know, and it's, it's just sad, but people are actually out here, um, they get isolated and then that's to keep them away. And um, that's when the person is able to have a lot of power and that's what he did. And he, um, she's gone y'all, she, she's been killed. So I'll put the link to the story in the description box um, and I pray that you will have a healthy mindset about dating you will not die if you're not dating you will not go blind if you don't have a boyfriend 
you will not lose your arms and your legs. Trust when I say this, if you do not have a man in your life, you have to learn how to be happy without one. If one is in your destiny, if God has a man in your destiny, he will come. He will find you. And when it happens, you'll know it. And your relationship will be healthy and it will be beautiful. But do not compromise your value system. Do not overlook these giant, giant, gargantuan-sized red flags. People don't even have a job. They don't have. They don't even have a place to stay. And you have all of those things. And again, I'm not saying every man is a bad person. Anytime a man is asking about money or trying to get your money, that is a telltale sign that he's not an honorable man. I'm sorry. Do not deal with that. Well, the red light is on. Peace and abundant blessings. God bless um, the soul of Lauren Charles. And I pray that you will heed and learn some lessons from her life. God bless you. Take care.